Hello, welcome to the Viewmasters, Batman Brave and the Bold, episode 46, Plague of the Prototypes. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. Hello. I have a problem with that episode title. I do as well. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> it's very misleading. Incredibly so. <laughs> <laughs> Cold open? Well, let's get right into it. All right. All right. So here's the thing that I never knew. I mean, in all my years of going to school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Apparently Batman helped win the Second World War. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he, we we know at least he was there for the invasion of Normandy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happens in the cold open. That's right. It's D-Day. Yep. D-Day for Batman. <laughs> Uh yeah, well, they they get right into it. There's no uh no no dicking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is teaming up with Sergeant Rock and the Easy Company. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. Uh, has has Sergeant Rock been on before? Because mm. I wanted to say no, but at the same time, I feel like maybe. I feel like maybe yes. Right. But I don't know for sure. I don't remember. We've watched a lot of these. We have. Uh, at least 46 of at them. At least 46. Um, there, I, I mean, I remember the episode where Batman and uh, the... Uh, uh, literally had his name right on the... Enemy Ace. Yes, and uh, yeah, when, when they teamed up. Uh-huh. Uh so so we know that Batman is uh is prone to go back to to WW2. He was active. Yeah. In in those years. Yeah. Uh but uh I guess that was WW1, wasn't it? Uh Enemy Ace? Yeah. yeah, I think that was World War 1. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, who can keep track right of all those wars that we had with the Germans? <laughs> <laughs> I am Looking forward to the Vietnam episode of Batman Brave and the Bold. Yes. <laughs> that, that'd be really weird. Yes, it would. <laughs> Who would he team up with? I don't know. Yeah. Charlie. Uh, hmm? He'd team up with Charlie. <laughs> to fight Darkseid. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be uh, it'll be a recreation of Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Actually, Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman has to travel up the river to find Jor-El. <laughs> He's gone native. Uh huh. <laughs> that would be excellent. It would be. I would watch that. DC make this happen. They're not going to. They won't. No. You know why? Because a fan demanded it. That's right. If if someone asks for it, we're not doing it. Because nope. that means it's been a thought that someone has had before, and we only do completely original thoughts. Right. Like, what if Superman murdered everyone? Hey, what if Batman also murdered everyone, yeah. too? <laughs> what if Lex Luthor was a cocaine addict? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> we're recording this in a very different world now. We really are, yeah. Um, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, uh, just came out last weekend mm-hmm. as we record this, and the world has changed. Yeah. yeah. Fundamentally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we now live in a world 
where Skid Row's own Sebastian Bach <laughs> will no longer be able to look forward to any Batman or Superman movies in the future. Yeah. Because DC and Warner Brothers has pissed all over those <laughs> characters. <laughs> Guys? Yeah? Feel bad for Sebastian Bach. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> He's probably doing fine. He's probably doing fine. He's but you know what? Sweet Gilmore Girls money rolling in. This is the second time someone has mentioned Gilmore Girls and Sebastian Bach to me. He was in, he was a recurring guest star on Gilmore Girls for at least one season. Really? Yeah. Unaware. It was awesome. Alright then. <laughs> he was pretty great. Huh. That's the only thing that I know that guy from. Okay then. <laughs> I found out later that he was in a band. <laughs> like, his name sounds really familiar. And I don't think it's because of the classical compu- composer. No, no. Uh, it's close to that. It is close, but yeah, no, yeah. Uh, he composed another type of classical music. <laughs> That's right. 80s hair metal. <laughs> it is classical. Yep. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Uh, alright. Thanks for explaining the Gilmore Garrison for today, because yeah. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, he was on that show. Alright then. <laughs> Explains that. Like I said, the world is different now. It is very different. Uh, you know, you you understand Gilmore Girls references. Yep. I saw that movie. <laughs> I was never the same. Nope. After that. And so that's why this podcast will never be the same <laughs> now. Because it is tainted with the realization that Batman is a super murderer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand this Batman on this cartoon. Nope. Fighting, <laughs> fighting in space and time. Foreign and weird. It is weird. When, and also, where are his uh, psychic dream powers? I, yeah, he did not have any any. <laughs> he did not have any precognitive dreams in this episode. Um, there were no flashbacks to the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne in this episode. What kind of Batman story is it that is not constantly referring back to the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne? It's his driving reason for being Batman. Yep. <clears throat> because he is an insane, brutal, brooding, mm-hmm. dark, psychotic Avenger. That's right. Yep. Yeah. He's not an Avenger. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, I meant it more in the, the general sense and not in the uh, team member of a heroic super team. Right. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, those guys aren't real heroes because they don't kill at fucking everyone. <laughs> no, when you say that, are you saying they're kill-fucking everyone? <laughs> no. Or they're kill-fucking everyone. They don't kill anyone. Okay. But period. They do. I could remove the fucking. They do kill-fuck people. All right. <laughs> I don't know what Tony Stark does in his spare time, but I would imagine maybe pre-his Iron Man days... Probably kill fuck the people. He girls. did the best yeah. he could to yeah. kill fuck at least one person. I'm betting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, I fucked that girl to death. <laughs> uh, Miss Potts, can I can I get a cleanup? <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> it is happening again. Uh. You alright? Yeah. Okay. It's my my uh. My head started to hurt. Okay. I don't know why. All right. Very strange. We need, we need to take five here? No, I'm fine. Okay. I think it's because I was thinking about Batman 5 <laughs> Superman. Ha! Dawn of the Murderverse. 
so Batman is in uh, World War Two. Yeah, fighting Sergeant Rock. Sergeant Rock and Easy Company. And fighting Nazis. Who may or may not have been there before. We don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're fighting Nazis on uh, on D Day. Yep. And uh, uh, they have a secret weapon with them. Yep. And that secret weapon is a two-ton hunk of metal called GI Robot. Heck yeah, it is. Which is awesome. Heck yeah, it is. (laughs) I will say, I don't know a damn thing about GI Robot other than I drew him last year for our friend Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about GI Robot either, actually. Yeah. I know I read one comic with him. Uh, It was a team-up with uh, Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. All right. It was a, a so relatively a, recent. Very relatively recent, yes. Yeah. During when that series was still coming out. So. Sure. Um, that, that's the only thing I know about him. He's a robot and he's a GI. Yep. You know what? Pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why there's only one of him and not thousands. Right. Uh, maybe it's like the Captain America thing where the guy who created him was killed shortly after creating him. That could him. be. I, I don't know. That could be. They took a regular robot. And uh, it injected it with a super soldier serum <laughs> and exposed it to Vita race. <laughs> and it became GI Robot. Yep. <laughs> Problem solved. And then Dr. Forskin was murdered before they could create more. This is the... That's what I assume they call him in Mad Magazine. Right. I would imagine so. <laughs> Captain Bum America. Oh, God. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, had I actually read that in a Mad Magazine, yeah. I would not find it funny at all. No, absolutely not. But having you stupid. say it tickles me. Everything's better when you say it out loud. It, yeah. And when you're not expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so G.I. Robot is there to help uh, uh, Sergeant Rock and Easy Company and Batman uh, take back Paris. Yep. And uh, and the, the the troops pretty easily clear Normandy Beach in about thirty seconds. Yeah, which I'm sure is historically accurate for how long the D-Day landing took. You know, I did. I played uh, Medal of Honor once, and it was the one that uh, starts out on on Normandy Beach. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, that's accurate. Was it only thirty seconds? Oh yeah, nice. All right. Did you have a robot fighting with you? Um, no. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Medal of Honor Robot Wars. <laughs> I'd enjoy that. Yeah, but you know, it's probably just going to be a box with a hammer on it. True. Like the real Robot Wars. That's... What a fucking jib. <laughs> hey, one had a buzzsaw on it. <laughs> I loved that show. I did not. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was dumb, but yeah. I enjoyed it. Um... So anyway, so, GI robots, uh, war. Uh, what is a good war? People are being murdered left and right, mm-hmm. but, but they deserve it because they're Nazis. That's right. Uh, and uh, uh, something happens. Yeah. So they they <clears throat> they clear the beach, uh, and they're like, "Let's let's take Paris. Let's right. head head out, man." Um, and then uh, one of the members of Easy Company uh, steps on what is obviously a landmine. Yep. Like, just was not looking where he was going at all. Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Um, so, so, uh, so he, you know, stays perfectly still. Uh, Batman, I believe, shoots, uh, like, fires a rope at him, and then pulls him off of, off of the landmine. Yeah. 
Uh, and then as he does that, J.I. Robot leaps on top of a landmine, sacrificing himself to protect the rest of Easy Company. Yep. And he yeah. dies a hero's death. Yes, yes indeed. But he's a robot. But he's a robot. He can probably be rebuilt. He'll be back. Yeah. But the way that man talks about it, it sounds like he's just gone. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he basically gives the speech that Tom Hanks gives at the end of Saving Private Ryan <laughs> as he's dying. Spoilers. Tom Hanks dies in Saving Private Ryan. Did Superman murder him? No. Okay. No. Batman did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he basically gives the earn this speech. <laughs> and then Charger Rock sheds a single tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then they take off to fight some lousy crowds. Yep. <laughs> It was a fine cold open. It was it was enjoyable. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, and so then we get to the the main story. Yeah, plague of the prototypes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about our problems with the title of the episode. Okay. As a way of getting the listener up to speed on sure. a bunch of stuff about the episode. Uh, so yeah, so Batman, his team up in this episode is is uh. A robot, mm-hmm. uh, much like the cold open, mm-hmm. uh, but but it's a robot that he has built himself uh, that he calls Proto. Yeah, Proto Bat. Yes, uh, we we discover uh, Batman in space uh, at the opening, uh, fighting a, an alien invasion with Green Arrow mm-hmm. for some reason. Sure, I guess that's who you call when you want. They to are go. best friends. They are best friends. <laughs> So of course, hey, hey, buddy, I'm going into space. You want to go with me? You want to go shoot some 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 alien meteors? Gonna be fun. Go get some drinks afterwards. Right? Yeah. Uh, where Batman is a super dick to Green Arrow. Yes, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that till you mentioned it. But that is the best part of the episodes. <laughs> uh, so apparently there are these little uh. Hanna-Barbera-esque uh, aliens mm-hmm. that are hiding in comets. Yeah, there's little green men flying around in Jetson cars. Yep. Uh, but they're disguised as as comets or meteors uh, so as not to alert Earth's defenses. Right. Which really worked well because Batman and Green Arrow know about them. <laughs> uh, and so, so they're fighting these guys and uh, Green Arrow makes some sort of comment about... Uh, how quiet Star City is, mm-hmm. uh, because he's got it pretty well nailed down how to how to protect that city. Yeah, especially compared to Gotham. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then Batman goes on about how, well, sure, you're protecting a city. <laughs> Batman is not only protecting his city, but he's protecting the world. Uh-huh. The entire planet. Yeah. Even the depths of outer space. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I remember what that was like. Right. Being a real dick about it. <laughs> Just a smug little asshole. But come on. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not wrong. <laughs> like, Green Arrow definitely deserves to just go home and cry yeah. after that. Which I'm sure he does. Yeah, because we don't see him again in the episode. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, so while, uh, Batman is off in space, uh, we, we discover that, uh, back on Gotham, uh, he is, uh, he is also protecting that city, 
with uh, an army of uh, robots. Yeah. Uh, much like in Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're sentinels, basically. They're, they're sentinels, yeah. They look more like um, the the suit of armor that he wore in the Justice miniseries, when all of the Justice Leaguers had to wear suits of armor to protect against something I don't remember. Do you remember that at all? I do not. Yeah, like they all wear suits of armor because there's some airborne thing oh, that they're the, the to... comic miniseries. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. The the Alex Ross, mm-hmm. uh, Doug Braithwaite. Yeah. Some guy wrote it too. Uh, Jim Kruger? maybe. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I never read that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty entertaining if I recall correctly. Does Alex Ross? Yeah, I know you don't like that. Not not a fan. Yeah, no, I, I remember enjoying that series. Yeah. All right, as I was coming out. But but fun. now that you mention it, I do remember like a cover with the, all of them wearing some sort of armor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and his is basically like the black and red of the '60s Batmobile. Right. Basically, exactly what the Sentinels look like in this. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So Batman arrives back on Earth. Uh. While the 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 Sentinels are tracking down Black Mask, who mm-hmm. is uh, on a crime spree. Yeah. Uh. I love the introduction to the Sentinels, because. <laughs> So they, they, they catch up with Black Mask and his gang after they've robbed a bank. And, and there's three of them that I recall in this scene. Uh, and before any of them does anything, they all deliver a different one-liner. And they're all, like, bank pun-related oh, yeah. one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the balance of crime is always insufficient. <laughs> it's basically what Batman probably it is. would have said. It's yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. Batman took the time... To program these robots to pun. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the Batbots uh, fight uh, Black Mask and his gang, but they, they manage to escape. Uh, and uh, Batman arrives home into the Batcave and, and is greeted by uh, our other guest star in this yeah. episode, Ace the Bathound. Yay! I love Ace. He's fantastic. This makes me so happy to see him. <laughs> Uh, so, so Batman is, uh, catching up on what the Bat-Bots are doing, where he is, he is introduced, or we are introduced then, mm-hmm. to Proto-Bat. Yeah. Uh, our other hero, uh, where, this is where things become problematic. Yeah, at least as far as the title of the episode goes. Yes. Uh, cause he is the prototype to the Bat-Bots. Yeah. Who, who Batman decided to keep around, uh, even though he built better Bat-Bots. Yeah. Uh, he's still tinkering. He's still, still working, working on it. Yeah, but but he keeps Proto around to uh, to keep Ace company, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the title of the episode mm-hmm. is "Plague of the Prototypes." Yeah, but there's only one prototype. There is only one prototype, and he is not a plague. He is not a plague. He is a delight. He is absolutely a delight, <laughs> and the true hero of this episode, definitely. <laughs> He is voiced uh, by none other than Adam West. Exactly. Original TV Batman. Uh, yep. Now, I was not 100% sure when I first heard him speak that it was Adam West. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very Adam West-like, but, but I don't know, I guess <clears throat> maybe too many years of watching Family Guy have uh, ruined... My ear for Adam West, maybe. That's too bad. The fact that he's also like eighty-nine years old, mm-hmm. and he's, uh, he's eighty-seven. Okay, 
close. Yeah, you were close. Yeah, very close. So he was probably like 82, 83 when, when he recorded these, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, like he's got that old man waiver in his voice now. Yeah. Which, which did not fully come through on this. And so that's why it threw me. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. You don't have to justify your, your inability to recognize the, the I recognize Batman's voice. No, it's fine. I recognize. You don't his have voice. to. You don't have to apologize I just for thought it. that it was John DiMaggio <laughs> doing an Adam West impression. <laughs> Did you realize that what you thought uh, for a second? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, John DiMaggio does do two voices. This episode. Yeah, he's, he's busy elsewhere in the episodes. Yes. He, he is the voice of uh, Black Mask, and he is also the voice of Taboo. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's not credited for, but he is clearly that guy's voice. Yeah, definitely. But in a, just a, an uncomfortable and high register. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I don't know why this episode is called Plague of the Prototypes. It does not fit. It does not. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a snappy title. Sure. Maybe it was one of those things, like a Julie Schwartz style. They came up with the title and then worked out an episode around it. Probably. But yeah, the episode the episode does not fit the title. Should have been called Barrage of the Batbots. It should have been. Yeah. 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 It would have been. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So. Uh. So. Uh. Batman, uh, you know, catches up with, with Protobot, Protobat, sorry, and, uh, and then I, does he get another alert that, that another bank is being robbed? Yeah, he's, he's tracking the, the Batbots, uh, and then, yeah, they, they are, they have tracked, uh, Black Mask down to, to another bank. That's right. Uh, where, uh, you know, he shows up and fights him, and uh, uh, turns out that Black Mask has uh, gotten his one of his henchmen to reprogram the Batbots. Yeah, and they are now against him. Yeah, that's just sloppy work. Yeah, like how smart is this taboo guy, right? That he can just hack Batman's robots, and also that guy has a full face tattoo. Uh huh. So again, how smart is that yeah, guy? He is the worst. <laughs> He is a bad person in every way. Yep. <laughs> a bad person and bad at being a person. Yes. On um, every conceivable level. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so Batman uh, basically is, is uh, beaten mm-hmm. by, by Black Mask and the Batbots. Yeah. Well, he, he, uh, he hops in the Batmobile and turns the Batmobile into his Transformer robot. Yes. Uh, which is always welcome to see. Sure. I do enjoy seeing that. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, you're right. He basically just, he gets beaten by the, the robots. Yep. Uh, but luckily, uh, Protobat and Ace, uh, they're not very good at listening to Batman's orders. No, they're not. <laughs> and they decide they're gonna go out and they're gonna help Batman. Well, they, they, they realize that Batman needs help. Yeah. Yeah. And Protobat is very, uh, He's sort of uh, having an existential crisis. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not entirely sure why Batman is keeping him around if he won't let, if Batman won't let him do anything. Yeah, uh, and it's because he's much bigger than the other Batbots and kind of clumsy and a little naive. Yeah, a little naive robot, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, uh, and also fucking adorable. Oh yeah, he's great. There's something about the way that his eyes are drawn. Yeah. 
that are just it's just so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's kind of like like a high tech steampunk sort of robot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say that. That makes me not like. It. I know. Like, <laughs> there's no gears or unnecessary bullshit on this guy. But he's clunky. He's he's definitely clunky. Yeah, he, yeah. he looks like he was put together out of like spare Batmobile parts. Yeah, I mean he looks like a prototype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but yeah, he's fucking adorable. He is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So so he and uh, he and Ace team up. Yep. <laughs> they they head out. They leave the Batcave and. Uh, so Proto basically gets Ace's permission to go, which is adorable. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, they they fly out of the Batcave and and rescue Batman from his uh, his <laughs> metallic coffin. Yes, the remains of his uh, Transformer Batmobile. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Batman welcomes the need to help. Mm-hmm. And invites uh, Proto and Ace to to uh, help him track down Black Mask, who has apparently stolen some uh, nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he is uh, basically he has outfitted uh, all of the the five six Batbots mm-hmm. with uh, these nuclear weapons that he's stolen, and he is going to unleash them on Gotham. Uh, and and uh, he's going to destroy half of Gotham so that he can rule the other half of yeah. the survivors. Yeah. Yeah. He's stupid. Yep. What an idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never liked Black Mask. No, I've never really cared for Black Mask either. He drew that, uh, that story I was talking to you about earlier. Or no, he didn't draw it. He was the villain in that story I was talking okay, to you about earlier. Right, yeah. Jim Apero. Yeah. yeah. Black Mask didn't draw comics. <laughs> no. I might like the character more if he was a disgruntled comic artist <laughs> who became a gangster and wore a mask all the time. That would be pretty great. Has there has there ever been a villain in comics that was a comic book artist who basically got fed up and turned to a life of crime? Not that I can think of. There should be. Effigy? He was like the anti-Kyle Rayner, right? Yeah, I don't think he was an artist. Was he not an artist? Yeah. I don't know. I know there's that issue of Brave and the Bold where some some villain hold, where Batman teams up with Sergeant Rock. All I can think of is the cover where there's a villain holding a gun on Jim Aparo and forcing him to draw Batman dying. Yeah, I remember that. There's been a couple like that, I think. Yeah. But yeah, nothing where, where the artist or the writer becomes a villain. <laughs> like, I'm just not making any money doing this. Right? I will turn to a life of crime. I mean, maybe Grant Morrison an animal man? <laughs> that could be. <laughs> he, is, he is the big bad of that series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Black Mask is a dumb... Dumbass. <laughs> That's a bad plan. Yep. But, you know, he's got nuclear weapons, and he's gonna blow up half of Gotham City. Yep. Uh, so Batman and Batbot and Ace arrive um, right before the, the Bat-robots take off. Um, and they, you know, they subdue uh, subdue Taboo yep. uh, and, and Black Mask and find out what the plan is. Um, and they... they have the locations for five of the robots. Yep. Uh, so they pretty easily stop the the five robots that they know about. Yeah. 
Uh, although one of them does blow up in the subway. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Which I thought was weird. Yeah. Because wouldn't that set off the explosives? Well, it didn't take, it didn't take a train with it. So it was okay. True. And the, and the subway tunnel was coated with lead. Okay. So. Yeah. There we go. That's one of Batman's secret subway tunnels for when he has to fight Superman. Okay. Right. He goes in there to hide. Sure, sure. All right. Which he does all the time. Absolutely. Fight he Superman. fights Superman constantly. Yep. Yeah. They are bitter enemies. They are bitter enemies. <laughs> if only there was some way to bring those guys together. I don't know how that would how that would happen. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So, anyhow. So, uh... So they stop five of the robots, uh, but Batman realizes that there's a sixth robot that uh, Black Mask has programmed to be a wild card. Yeah, uh, it can it can go where wild it wants. card bitches. That's right. If only it was as fun as Charlie Kelly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this robot is just gonna go wherever it damn well wants yep. and blow up and uh, cause some chaos. Yeah, and they have no idea where. Well, uh, they, they figure out that uh, Ace could probably track him, because he's a dog, Yeah, and he's got a good sense of smell. Proto Proto figures that out. Yes, he does. He's so smart. Proto is great. Yeah. Uh, we totally forgot to mention that Proto totally saves a cat. He does. He saves a cat that's trapped on a fire escape. Yeah. And at first, Batman is worried that Proto is going to crush it to death. Right. Because uh, he destroys the fire escape in the process. Yeah. Um, but no, he Proto, Proto understands that, you know, cats are... Are fragile things and yeah. and cute yeah. and defenseless. You got a good one. Yeah, is what happened Definitely. because most cats are assholes. Yeah, it's yeah. true. That cat did not try and scratch the shit out of Proto. Nope, as it picked it up. <laughs> so yeah, so Batman tells Proto to treat uh, everyone as if they are defenseless kittens. Yep, which <laughs> sort of becomes his mantra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like like how Spider Man has, and with great power must come great responsibility. Uh huh. Proto has everyone is a cute defenseless kitten. That's right. <laughs> Handle with care. <laughs> oh, we we missed the part where Proto uh, went into Crime Stopper mode. Oh yeah. Or or like destroy evil mode or whatever. Uh, badass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, basically, he becomes the exact same coloring as the the other Batbots, uh-huh. uh, but with a little more Kirby flair to him. Yeah. Uh, and he even has a Voltron blazing sword. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Batman has one of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not as impressive. Not as impressive. Yeah. No. yeah. Sorry. It's okay. No, yeah. Batman Batman, and, and Ace fly around with their individual jetpacks. Ace the Bat Hand has his own jetpack. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Proto figures out that uh, Ace can track down the last uh, Batbot, uh, which he does pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least you know the general direction sure. in which the the Batbot took off. Yeah, I, I would have assumed that Ace would have just uh, flown ahead of him since he is wearing a jetpack. You would think that, but he yeah. does not. Sadly, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, so Proto, uh, Proto finds the last robot. He's in the middle of a city street. Yep. There are civilians everywhere. Uh, Ace arrives as well, so, so there's potential danger there. Sure. Um, and then, uh, Black Mask sees, uh, cause Black Mask hasn't been completely subdued yet. 
and somehow made his way to a rooftop near where this robot was. Sure. Uh, Black Mask sees that, uh, that Proto is there to stop the bomb, and he uh, accelerates the timer on it yes. so that it's going to go off in 10 seconds. And, uh, and Proto realizes that he has to get the bomb as far away as possible, so he picks up the, the Batbot and flies just straight up into the sky. Yep. And the bomb explodes. I think we saw that coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially, uh, I mean, I think maybe I forgot what we were watching, but, but since we've been talking about it uh, with the, the cold open mm-hmm. where G.I. Robot sacrifices himself, of course that's going to happen here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, so we, we lose Proto. No. What? No. I, that's, so, so we saw the picking up the robot and flying off into space and being caught in the explosion coming. Right. We did not see coming that Proto would survive. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Maybe they, maybe they decided that killing two robot heroes in one episode was just a little too much. Maybe. I mean, to be fair, G.R. Robot didn't really have much of a personality. He didn't, that's true. But over the last 18 minutes or so, we have fallen in love with Proto. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so Proto, uh, Proto survives, uh, comes back to Earth, uh, presumably highly radioactive. I would assume, yeah. <laughs> But Ace just jumps right up in his arms. Well, Sid's so licking his face. Ace has now, uh, got don't all s- the cancers. Don't say that. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> he will die a slow, agonizing death. You're the worst. Hey, I don't like it any more than you do. <laughs> okay. This uh, is this is the the sna- the the Zack Snyder universe that we live in. Not now. not on this show. And Ace the Bat Hound is just going to brutally and gruesomely die. Actually, Ace Ace the Bat Hound is in the movie, and Superman tears him in half. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's <laughs> what you get when you try to suck a dog on Superman. Yeah. yeah. Well, the dog had kryptonite teeth. Well, of course. <laughs> also that. Yeah. <laughs> and was actually wearing the, the kryptonite necklace that Lana wore on Smallville. <laughs> Who Superman also tore in half. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But murder fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the part we didn't see in Man of that's, Steel. That's that's right. <laughs> that scene is extended in the R-rated <laughs> video release. Uh, it's like, gonna be an R-rated <laughs> Superman movie. I know it's perfect. It's gonna be great. It's what we've always wanted. That's right. R-rated for extra grimdark. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, so Batman realizes uh, that, you know, Proto-Bat has a lot to offer, uh, is a true hero, yep. and doesn't deserve to be locked up in the Batcave anymore. No. But there might be a better place that, that Proto can be working where he will cause a little less damage. Yeah. So they, they take Proto-Bat out into space, uh, and he becomes the guardian of planet Earth. Yep, Defender of the Universe. Yep. <laughs> With his Voltron sword. Uh, fighting off more of the uh, Little Green Men and Jetsons cars. Yep. From the, the beginning of the episode. It's pretty great. It was awesome. Yep. It was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> this one was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. I love 
Frodo Bat. I do too. I hope he comes back. And I love Ace the Bat Hound as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's a shame about him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope that I hope that Proto Bat comes back. Uh, I hope that Ace the Bat Hound is in every episode until the end of the series. It would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next we should do the Crypto the Super Dog animated <laughs> series. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that was a good one. Yes, it was. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. I hope. Absolutely. Okay. Goodbye. I mean, again, Superman might just murder us all, <laughs> so we don't know. I already said goodbye. Okay. So we're done here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.